Welcome to Home Space and Reason, a podcast about creating a home that thrives. Hi there, I'm Christina Browning, your host. If you know your home could be so much more than it is, I discuss home functionality, aesthetics, and automation. I'm the home functionality coach and realtor. I geek out on various subjects regarding your home and yard, challenging you to think of your space differently to get the most out of every square foot. I pose questions for you to think through about your space and your reason. This podcast is all positive, offering you virtual fist bumps and celebrating every win. Remember, there's no such thing as perfect, but you can still aim for your best every day. In this episode, let's discuss home functionality, aesthetics, and automation. At our most basic level, when we speak about quality of life, if you remove all other people from it, it requires three things, clean air, nourishing your body well, and sleep. Sleep is a vital indicator of our overall health and well-being. Most of us know that getting a good night's sleep is important but too few of us have actually made our bedrooms and sleep experience a priority. Let's talk about our bedrooms specifically today because the room either supports us and our sleep or it hinders it. Everything comes into play here, functionality, aesthetics, and automation. But let's start by taking a moment for gratitude that we live in this day and age because historically, the Industrial Revolution brought us coiled metal springs for mattresses, electricity to see after dark, and women's rights started to spotlight glamour and a desire for luxurious bedroom design. In the 1950s, there was an economic rise that allowed couples to afford luxury in their homes like never before, and emphasis was placed on domestic life. England introduced the duvet to Americans in the 1960s. It was a Scandinavian creation brought to England by Terence Conrad, a famed goods retailer. Imagine life without a bed and modern box springs, a duvet, or the privacy many of us have taken for granted today. For this, I am grateful. TheSleepFoundation.org asked people to rate the importance of several elements of their sleep experience using a five-point scale from five, very important, to one, not important at all. About nine in ten rated a comfortable mattress, 93% rated it a four or five comfortable pillows, 91%, and a comfortable feel of sheets and bedding, 86%, as important components in getting a good night's sleep. About 6 in 10 or more rated the following bedroom elements as important to getting good sleep. 74% said a quiet room was important. 73 said a dark room was important. Cool room temperatures rated around 67% of the answers. Fresh air free of allergens was another 63%. 
And 62% of people said a clean bedroom was important to them in getting a good night's sleep. Sensory engagement is a primary way that we make sense of the items that we buy for our homes. Give your bedroom space the five senses test. How does it smell? How does it look? How comfortable is it? How does it sound? As in, is it full of noise because it shares a wall with the laundry room? Or do you have a freeway on-ramp not far from your loft window? Looking at your bedroom through the lens of your senses can help you come to an understanding of why you do or don't enjoy different aspects of your bedroom. It can help shed light on areas you can improve. Pattern, color, lighting, and furniture arrangement appeal to the eyes, whereas flowers, candles, and possibly the detergent smell you wash your linens in appeal to your sense of smell. Textures appeal to the touch. In order for a bedroom to feel truly luxurious and welcoming, it will have elements designed to address all of the senses, with possibly the exception of taste. Close your eyes now, if you would, and think of a hotel suite that you have stayed in and adored. If nothing comes to mind, that's okay. Imagine one you would want to stay in. And what components of it light you up? Is it the luxurious feeling bed sheets, the design, or maybe the mini fridge? Think of this as Project Hotel Suite. I have a friend, Ginger, who has always loved staying in beautiful boutique hotels. She enjoys the decor, the room service, and the change of scenery. At one point, I posed the question to her, why don't you make your apartment the hotel suite of your dreams? Fast forward some years, and she has. It's exactly her taste with all the amenities she can include short of hiring room service. Your bedroom should contain items that make you feel happy and calm and safe. Be kind to yourself as if you were a guest. What would you want in this room if someone was sleeping in there that you cared for deeply? Their sleep is important. Their work is important to them. They are a hard worker, a fierce protector of their family. That guest is you. Keep your bedroom paint palette subdued, focusing on interesting textures because it can be a good direction to think on. Studies have shown the best colors for a bedroom are subdued shades of blue or green. Any monochromatic color scheme will have a restful effect. Whether you want your bedroom to feel like a vacation or a day spa, let your imagination first run wild before applying the concepts to your actual room. Look through Pinterest, magazines, and watch some HGTV. Take your time on this. What appeals most to you? Write down words and colors or common threads that are in all of the images that you find yourself attracted to. Where your ideal hotel room and these design components intersect 
is where the vision board of your bedroom lies. Now let's talk about clutter. Reduce the mental and physical clutter by keeping electronics stowed. And I know this is not the first time you've heard this. My favorite thing is having a docking station for all the devices. Bonus points if it's in a drawer with an electric outlet in the back for charging or in a cubby made just for this purpose. Further points if it's not in your bedroom at all. If you've listened to this podcast from the beginning, you know that making your home beautiful and functional is the ultimate form of self-care and the best way to show your love to your family and honor their passions. Let's apply this specifically to the bedroom because you spend one third of your life in bed. So your mattress, your sheets, and your pillows matter. Don't you want them to be insanely beautiful and comfortable? Layered bedding is the key to a luxurious hotel style bed. Start with good quality soft sheets. Then add a light blanket or quilt for warmth. Top those with a light duvet and then neatly lay a throw blanket across the foot of the bed. This allows you to pull up more covers when it's cold, but peel some layers off when it's warmer. Many hotels have done away with the duvet altogether and opted instead of layers of luxurious blankets you can choose to pull up anytime. Let's talk about sheets. I am loving Brooklinen sheets. Exactly how it sounds, B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N. I first purchased my Lux sheets and duvet back in 2017, and I can't say enough good about them. They are hotel quality sheets that don't cost an arm and a leg, and were named the winner in best online bedding category by Good Housekeeping. I'm not the only one who loves these. They have great reviews from Business Insider, Apartment Therapy, Men's Health, and more than 35,000 customers who've given them five-star reviews. Yes, this episode is sponsored by Brooklinen, but it's only because I reached out to them first because I couldn't do an episode about bedrooms without mentioning my favorite part of my own bedroom. Brooklinen was founded in early 2014 by a husband and wife team who wanted to find beautiful home essentials that didn't cost an arm and a leg. They created the first direct-to-consumer bedding company working directly with manufacturers and customers with no middlemen, no stores, and therefore no extra markups. Brooklinen is so confident in their product that all their sheets, comforters, and towels come with a lifetime warranty. It's the real deal. They have kindly offered my listeners 10% off and free shipping by using the code HOMESPACE, one word. Do check out the Lux style. They are the ones we have loved since I originally bought them in April of 2017. Here's another cool thing. You can shop on their website by clicking under the tab Spaces by Brooklinen and choose from a style that appeals to you. 
From earthy minimalist to modern glam or relaxed industrial, you can see their products in actual spaces, and that can be helpful if you're the sort of person that doesn't easily visualize things in your head. Next, let's talk about lighting. It's always the most important part of any room. To reduce the light from street lamps, bedroom windows should have dark curtains or shades because any blue lights, even those tiny LED lights on your electronic gadgets, can be a distraction and they should be covered or hidden or at least reduced. You don't want this space to be too bright, so consider a lower watt bulb and the ever important dimmer switch. I have done an entire episode on this subject alone, so if you haven't had the chance yet to listen to that one, I suggest you check out episode 6 next on lighting and windows. Since we're calling this exercise Project Hotel Suite, let's briefly go over how hotel rooms are lit. They usually have three-way switches at the entry for bedside lamps. They have closet lights that turn on automatically when the door is opened. Hello, automation. They have reading lights at the bed that are individually controlled. And they have ample lighting in the bathroom, usually with a lit makeup mirror, wall sconces, and overhead lighting. There are often separate lights in the tub area and sometimes under the vanity for use in the bathroom at night without needing to turn on a light to use the bathroom. Dimmer controls are on everything in a luxury suite. Next, let's talk about temperature because the ideal temperature for sleeping is not the ideal temperature for your entire home. Aim to have your temperature in the low 60s. A cooler bedroom slows down your metabolism, helping you to experience a deeper sleep. Closing the bedroom door and opening the window a couple hours before bedtime, depending on the temperature outside, of course, can help cool down the room without having to use air conditioning. Some people opt to close the vents in their bedrooms altogether all the time so they never get heated. This, of course, will depend on what part of the world you live in. Make sure your bed is also not positioned below your air vents if possible. You don't want your sleep to be interrupted every time the heating or cooling kicks on. If your bedroom is especially small, that doesn't mean you can't have it feel luxurious. Mount a tiny shelf in lieu of a bedside table so the floor remains free and open. Dresser solutions can also be wall-mounted if necessary. We don't even have a dresser anymore because we have bins in our closet to hold underwear and socks, and we fold t-shirt and jeans which are stacked on shelves. I see fewer and fewer dressers as a realtor these days when I go into homes to show clients. Getting rid of them frees up floor space and helps the room feel more like a hotel room. It's that time. Let's go grab a pen. Questions to ask yourself about your bedroom space and your reason. Question number one. Does my bedroom support my sleep? Remember, this is the number one goal of your bedroom to support restful sleep. 
Secondarily, it should be calming and pleasant. Although both are inextricably intertwined, you can't really get a good night's sleep amidst chaos. So both of these are tied to one another. Question number two. Do I have intentional empty spaces in my bedroom? Blank spots in your bedroom that are intentionally void with no art, no furniture, no stuff brings much needed calmness to the room. The goal in designing an ideal space for sleeping is to make it feel in balance. The right amount of furniture, art, and accessories so that it feels intentional and sophisticated, like a hotel suite, without being too much or overwhelming. Wanting to fill every wall and every corner is a common design mistake. I call it breathing room. Things need to breathe, much like we discussed in episode 9 on shelving. The difference between a space in your bedroom that looks like it's supposed to be empty and one that just looks like you forgot to do something with it is having a reason for it. Leaving one small area blank lets other spots in the room be emphasized. When you think of your favorite hotel room, it's not filled with crap. There are spaces you see... The floorboards, you see the walls with proportionate art, and it's not all filled intentionally. It's breathable. Question three. What is the noise like in my room? This includes the tricky situation of having a partner that snores. White noise machines that make a soothing, comforting noise like waves on a beach can be effective at blocking out street noises and allowing you to sleep. I have to use both a white noise app and earplugs when my husband has an especially difficult night. As for the app, we use one called Sleep Pillow that allows you to even combine sounds for your ideal recipe. We like rain and ocean waves combined. But if you're in an urban setting, adding fabric upholstered wall panels and a fabric padded taller headboard can help reduce outside noise. If you've got big blank walls, hanging a quilt or patterned tapestry can also help absorb sound and serve as art at the same time. Last question, number four. What is one small change you could make this week that would be permanent Can you even just add a plant? If it's hanging in the corner near a window, green living things always make a space feel more cozy and relaxing. Remember, you're building and creating the framework for your sleep. Consider it slowly. Stop rushing. This can be a fun exercise. And first, imagining your ideal hotel suite and then seeing what bedrooms appeal to you and combining the components. This is a fun adventure. Do one piece at a time and enjoy it. Let's touch on automation quickly. You may have heard the Philips wake-up light slowly starts getting brighter before your alarm goes off, mimicking the sunrise, which is especially helpful during the time of year when days are darker and longer. In case you haven't listened to episode 15 yet, if you have a smart home device A, let's say, 
You can now say, play the Home, Space, and Reason podcast by Apple and easily listen to this podcast on any Echo or Dot. It's so exciting that they've made this easier. I listen to podcasts while I'm in my bedroom folding laundry during the day. Lastly, I want to discuss night lights. They can fall under the automation category because the ones I'm most fond of are called guide lights by a company called Snap Power. I did mention this in the other episode about lighting, but I wanted to bring it up again because you literally replace your electrical outlet with theirs and built into the bottom of the outlet are tiny little sensors and a nightlight that comes on automatically when it gets dark, much like that that you see in a hotel suite. They draw power directly from the outlet without taking up any space like a traditional plug-in nightlight that uses one of your outlets. I like them in the hallway in between the bedrooms and bathrooms so your kids and guests don't have to turn on any lights in the middle of the night to see where they're going. They're also handy in the bathroom for the same reason. They're wonderful if you have small children, making the home less spooky, and they light the way if you're making your way to the baby's room often in the middle of the night. They are subtle, tasteful, and extremely low on energy usage, costing less than 10 cents per year to power. Also, you install them yourself, so there's no electrician needed. As always, I will include a link both in the podcast notes and our group Facebook page called Home Space and Reason. When you wake up tomorrow morning, pause, look around. What do you like? What is working for you? Sit in that space for a little extra bit and do something you love, even if it's only for a couple minutes, just for yourself. Have some tea or meditate or journal. Notice your self-talk. Tell yourself the things you need to flourish. My sleep is important and I could actually have a bedroom like I see in hotel ads. I will deconstruct what I see and set small attainable goals on the path to a fantastic bedroom space. If this feels still like too much to bite off for you, start with a corner, a chair that no one sits in, and just solve that one little problem, address that one corner, or address just your bedside table for today. Your space is different from that of anyone else's, so don't compare the way you process and pace through this exercise with the way your friends would. Whether you think you can or you can't, you're right. A well thought out and luxurious bedroom is absolutely attainable for you. Don't forget you can get 10% off and free shipping on new luxury sheets when you use the promo code HOMESPACE at brooklinen.com. I'm also including an article by the Sleep Foundation about how much sleep we should be getting based on our age and rethinking your bedroom after divorce. I'm also including the New York Magazine, The Strategist editors. They tested some mattresses and I wanted to include that link for you as well. 
Did you know you can hire me no matter where you live? Yep, I have consultations now open on the internet. If you have one particular space in your home that you're so stuck with, check out my website, spaceandreason.com and click on the link, Imagine. But if you happen to live in the greater metro Portland, Oregon area, and you'd like me to sell your home, message me on any platform and we'll get the ball rolling. I hope this finds you well and thriving. Have a great day.